Well, hello everybody and a very warm welcome to our podcast. It's Friday today, the 14th, I believe. Um, I hope you're all having a good week. Um, yeah, I've had a busy week sorting out trees in the, the churchyard at St. James's and trying to f- figure out figure out what the best answer is. Um, yeah, so we're getting there slowly. Um, and doing all sorts of other bits and bobs and trying not to get wet or blown away this week, which I've failed at many times. Um, mostly because I've got two dogs, so that means that I've got to go outside at least once a day. Um, which is uh, slightly unfortunate, but there we go. That's the uh, um, the joy of having doggies, which they are more of a joy than a trial most of the time. And let's pray this Friday. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Send your Holy Spirit upon us, and clothe us with power from on high. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Creator God, to you be praise and glory forever, as your Spirit moved over the face of the waters, bringing light and life to your creation. Pour out your Spirit on us today, that we may walk as children of light, and by your grace reveal your presence. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. So as well as being in between Ascension and Pentecost, today, the 14th of May, is also the feast day of Matthias, the Apostle. So his collect. Almighty God, who in the place of the traitor Judas chose your faithful servant Matthias to be of the number to be of the number of the twelve, preserve your church from false apostles. And by the ministry of faithful pastors and teachers, keep us steadfast in your truth through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. So today's Bible reading comes from 1 Peter chapter 1 and we're looking at verses 6 to 9. 1 Peter 1, 6 to 9. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may, may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So our reading from our book, uh, So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore, by uh, Wayne Jacobson and Dave Coleman. This is chapter two, A Walk in the Park. A thousand times in the weeks that followed, I replayed the events of that morning in my mind, reconstructing the man's words and my thoughts. The thought that he reminded me of John the Apostle had been been a passing fancy, except that he seemed to acknowledge it with his penetrating wink. But how could John still be alive after 2,000 years? Could it have been a miraculous appearance, as when Moses and Elijah were transfigured in Jesus' presence? Even if if he were, 
Could he have read my mind or disappeared so easily from view? I even went back and reread Jesus' puzzling words to Peter about John's future. He had just warned Peter that the day would come when men would lead Peter to his death because of his friendship with Christ. Disturbed by the thought and perhaps desiring not to go that way alone, he pointed to John and asked about his future. Jesus' answer shocked everyone. If I want to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. John wrote that Jesus' words had started a rumour among the other disciples that John would not die. But he went on to say that he was not that was not exactly what Jesus had said. He had only said, what if? Obviously, the larger lesson of Jesus' words was for Peter to follow the path that the Lord laid out for him and without comparing himself to others. A worthy lesson, no doubt, but did Jesus mean anything more by that illustration? I second-guessed everything about that morning. It didn't help that when I told the, wife, that told the story to my wife and one other close friend, they hummed the theme, theme music from the Twilight Zone and laughed it off. Their refusal to take me seriously made me far less certain of what had actually happened that day. What I could not deny, however, was that whoever that man was, his words had shaken me to the core of my Christianity. I had never heard anyone talk about Jesus the way he did, and he provoked an insatiable hunger within me to find out more about this Jesus I thought I knew. Over the next few weeks, I read all of the Gospels again, this time looking beyond the lessons Jesus taught to see just what kind of person he was. I realised that although I had been a Christian for more than two decades, I had no concept of who Jesus was as a person and no idea how I could change that. The harder I tried, the more frustrated I became. I threw myself headlong into my ministry, hoping to bury the hunger and the questions that the stranger had triggered. So now our common worship responses. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people and kindle in us the fire of your love. All who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people. Renew the face of your creation, Lord, pouring on us the gifts of your Spirit and kindle in us the fire of your love. For the creation waits with eager longing for the glorious liberty of the children of God. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people and kindle in us the fire of your love. So our prayers today come from Shane Claiborne, Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove and Enuma Okoro. Let us pray. This little reflection first of all. John Chrysostom, a 4th century preacher and bishop of Constantinople wrote, Tell me then, how is it that you are rich? From whom did you receive it and from whom did he transmit it to you? From his father and his grandfather, but can you, ascending through many generations, show the acquisition just? It cannot be. The root and origin of it must have been injustice. Why? Because God in the beginning did not make one person rich and another one poor. He left the earth free to all alike. Why then, if it is common, have you so many acres of land while your neighbour has not a portion of it? Let us pray. Lord, you did not withhold even your life for our benefit. If nothing is too much to offer you, remind us that nothing is too much to sacrifice for our brothers and sisters in need. Amen. Lord, grant us courage to stand firm by the tenets of your kingdom, to seek peace and pursue it, to hunger and thirst for righteousness, to uphold the cause of the voiceless, to worship no other God before you. 
Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the word of the Lord's Prayer. And this is in the modern version today. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Well, thank you everybody for being with me today. I will be with you tomorrow. I'm hoping at some point that summer is, or even spring, I'd go with spring at the moment, is going to hit us at some point. Because this is just miserable. So I'm hoping, yeah, that we, uh, yeah, that we get, um, um, yeah, that I get, we get some, we get some nice hot weather. It'd be nice to have some short, put some shorts on. I haven't been in shorts since like last August, I think it was. So yeah, it'd be nice to be able to put some shorts on. Anyway, I hope you have a good, um, a good day, everybody, and I will be with you uh, tomorrow. Uh, So may the Spirit kindle in us the fire of God's love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.